Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Doctors of Reddit. What's the creepiest thing you've encountered while on the job? I'm not a doctor, but I am in the healthcare field as a dental hygienist. The creepiest most confusing thing I've seen is as follows. We had a new patient come in for a cleaning. He was around 3 stroke 4, and mom said he had never been to the dentist before. Not uncommon for what I see on a daily basis, so at first I didn't think anything of it. I did his cleaning, and then went to take his routine's rays. This is where the crap got weird. After looking at those rays I could see that the child had already had a large amount of dental work done. He had around 6 stroke 7 composite, tooth color fillings. When I sat back down at my chair I asked the parents again if he had ever been to the dentist. They were both adamant that he hadn't, and also said there was no way a relative could have taken the without them knowing. What the frick how did this happen who took him where were the parents had they possibly been in jail for a long time and not known he was taken to the dentist by someone else and had work performed what if this wasn't really their child. And actually some kid they kidnapped his insurance had no record of him having previous dental work. So that was a dead end too. I think about it often, but know that ultimately, I'll never get an answer. It sucks. The family never came back in for his routine cleanings. I just hope that whatever the situation, the child is safe and being taken care of. My great grandmother told us the exact day she would day more than two years in advance. My great grandfather had passed away years earlier and she was always telling us she wanted to go home. Her wedding for pass away and get back to granddad. Well I had one child and she was waiting for her to turn two. But right before my daughter's second birthday I got pregnant with my son. I was barely pregnant but she told me. I'll wait till this baby is two. Then I'm going home. She adored her great great grandbabies. And told everyone she was waiting till the baby boy turned two. And she passed away in her sleep on his second birthday. Though I was sad. I mean... She'd been planning it for two and a half years. But seriously, two. The. Day. Paramedic here. We got a call to go out to a scene for an elderly woman with chest pains. Arrive at the house. Front door is open. We knock. Hear the old woman calling out from the back. I'm in the back room in a very monotone and calm voice. My partner and I go to the back of the house looking for this woman. And that's when we smelled it. Nothing prepares you for the smell of rotting corpse. I've smelled it a dozen times, and it never gets any less disturbing. We radio for police and ALS backup as we move through the house. We opened the door to the master bedroom, and there is our patient. She is approximately 80, and she is staring at the master bathroom with these cold, dead eyes. 
She never once looked at us as we approached her and began talking to her. I got to the bedside and got in front of her gaze. And she just looked right through me. I turned around to see what she could possibly be looking at. And there was the source of my smell. A man. About the same age as my patient. Is on the floor with very little left of his head still attached to his body. A shotgun lay on the floor next to him. And most of his head was strewn about the walls and bathroom counter. We loaded the woman up in the ambulance. And our police backup pulled up. I don't think that woman blinked once the entire time she was in our care. Totally fricked me up. Not a doctor but used to work the 911 line at night which resulted in numerous interesting tales. Here's one. Most nights were long and boring for me as the phone didn't ring much and I was mainly in charge of the fire department dispatch as that's where I worked and I was just doing a rotation in there but I was still on the 911 line and coordinated with the other agencies, police, medical, so forth. Often I'd come in, hook up my 360, and kick back for the night dealing with maybe a few calls that amounted to a whole lot of nothing. So there I am playing Fallout 3 when the 911 line goes off and I answer without any problem. Me. 911. State your crime or emergency. Guy incredibly calm voice. Hello. I was just attacked by two large black men who beat me, mugged me, and then cut off my dong. I just sit there in silence for a moment trying to process what I just heard. Me. So I'm sorry. Did you just say they cut off your dong? Guy. Yes they did and mugged me too. I'm in desperate need of medical attention. By now I'm sounding up all kinds of alarms to get everyone rolling because this is doing to be a long one. Me. So I'm going to need your location so I can get you help. Do you know where you are? Guy. I'm not sure. I'm in a lot of pain and there's a lot of blood. I think they still have my dong. Now I'm trying to see where the call is coming from but unfortunately my system isn't registering a location. I'm on the other line with the cops who are giving me the address while I'm still trying to talk with this guy. Me. I'm getting your address now from the police sir. Help is on the way. Just stay on the line with me until help arrives. Guy. Thank you. I'm so embarrassed by- Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This. By now I'm kind of in disbelief that this guy is so collected but figure it is shock and it hasn't quite hit him yet. Out of nowhere I hear him start making this weird groaning sound and then he hangs up. I dispatch out the call as a sensitive nature and get all crews rolling when I realize the location is directly across the street from the hospital. I try to call the number back but get no answer however the 911 line rings again and it's the same guy saying the same thing and starting to sound a bit more panicked wanting help. 
I try to keep him calm and can hear the sirens in the background but this only causes him to freak out more and I can't really understand what he's saying anymore. Finally the medical crew finds him and he's naked from the waist down, had apparently messed himself while sitting on the floor, and beyond that was unharmed. Apparently he was a dementia patient from the hospital across the street who woke up in the middle of the night, put on a shirt, and somehow wandered outside then when he became lost he called 911 and thought someone cut off his dong. One of the only times where dementia is an improvement of a diagnosis. People turn batshit crazy and creepy as heck when they get really sick. There's even a term called IQ psychosis. And trust me, it's real. Anyway, the creepiest that takes the cake for me is this. I'm an IQ nurse. BTW. Had a patient who was admitted for overdose. Very long history of mental health problems. She was thrashing around in bed. Very combative. Kicking people's asses for days. Totally incoherent. Well the night I had her, she started making decent sense, but still not oriented at all. She was extremely paranoid and kept talking about the man in black in the corner. I'd hear her talking to him and screaming, all night long. So I'd go in there and try to calm her down, but you could see the fear in her eyes. She was talking other nonsense about how she was in space and crap, and with certain patients, you try to redirect their reality, but what I did didn't help. She said that man in black. Don't you see him and pointed to the corner. I said there's nobody here. I stepped in the corner she was pointing to and waved my hands around. While I'm waving my hands around in the air. She had the most horrifically terrified look on her face that actually scared the crap out of me. Like I had just assaulted the man in black. I said see. There's nobody here and she said in a matter of factly. You stupid dumb way. That's what you think. I promptly got the frick out of there. Not a doctor, but I once had a patient chart on my desk that seemed a little fuller than most charts. When I opened it there was a baggie stapled to the inside full of dead skin, cotton balls, and hair. Chart note said that the patient believed they had bugs crawling on their skin and brought in the baggie as proof. They had been brought in by a friend who took the patient to the hospital and the urging of the doctor to seek psychiatric help because there was nothing there. It was just dandruff and hair. She ended up calling several months later and I somehow got the call. She screamed at me about how we betrayed her because she came to us for help and we sent her away where she got a lot of medical bills that were stressing her out and making the bugs and worse. Not the worst story out there, but I felt bad for the girl and she needed serious help. 13 year old boy came in for routine checkup and vaccines. At first, he was already acting like an angsty teenager giving only one word answers at first and pouting while mother was in room. At this age, I ask parents to step out of room to ask personal questions about fricking, drugs, tobacco, alcohol, etc. He answered no to everything, but after I asked is there anything you want to ask me before I have mom come in, his tone changed. He started to tear up and shudder and talk about seeing bloody shadows in his periphery and that he has been hearing voices for 4 years. He always thought it was literally his subconscious and everyone could physically hear their own voices. He only started to worry recently when his best friend died in a car wreck and now the voices were yelling at him he's stupid. It's his fault. Kill yourself. And then he said they were telling him to kill me. Thief been telling him to kill others for weeks. I didn't freak out. But I was thinking I could not believe what I was hearing. I had a psych team see him immediately and he was brought to a psych ward. The mother was shocked and had no idea. I saw him two months later, and he was a completely different kid. 
Sarcastic as crap, but funny and interactive and happy. It was like night and day after summer purdle. For whatever reason, this creeped me out the most because I don't normally deal with psych. I've seen lots of post-mortem stuff dealing with trauma, so I've been desensitized to lots of things. But this event was the most surreal thing to me mainly because it was so unexpected. The only other creepy thing was delivering a cyclops baby. Mother was healthy refugee from South America, just a little older at age 36 but had no prenatal care. It was more sad than creepy because the mother wanted to hold him to say goodbye after failing to resuscitate. The baby's heart vessels were but backwards, and his lungs were severely underdeveloped according to the autopsy. Not a doctor, but I work in a nursing home doing activities and housekeeping. I answered a call light of a little old lady and she asked me to remove a, as she put it large, black woman from her bed. No one was in the bed. I asked the lady to get up so she could go to bed. Didn't think anything of until I talked to her CNA and she had answered a call light the next room over and the gentleman in that room had asked the CNA to have the large, black, lady to stop pointing at him and leave his room. He is bedridden and only gets up for meals. These two don't talk to each other. So there is someone there. It's made me watch things a little closer. I'd love to think that there is a way that these guys could make up their own stories to freak the staff out. Just to have a bit of fun amongst the endless boredom. My wife works on the oncology floor of our local hospital. Often she has elderly patients who are severely confused. Recently, they had a patient on their floor who was mean to everyone. He was a wife beater, and got physical with some of the hospital staff on multiple occasions. His health quickly turned very bad, and soon after this happened, the man, who was in a cold room, began telling people he was literally on fire. He even called 911 to report him burning alive in his room. He reported seeing people in his room telling him how horrible he was. He also claimed to see a horned creature emerging over the end of his bed telling him that you're coming with me. She requested not to have that patient anymore. Obligatory not a doctor statement, but I work in a nursing home. I wouldn't say it's the creepiest thing ever, but I once had a patient who was hallucinating and kept talking about the person behind me. I knew he was hallucinating but I'm not gonna say I didn't turn around and check a few times. That's the kind of creepy I wanted to hear. I flew to Florida, from Ontario, to pick up my 95 years old grandmother to take her back to Toronto. She has severe dementia and constantly was hiding food and Kleenex all the time for her protection in her mind. On the plane she kept talking nonsense and just before we landed she said to me I think this will be the last time I go to Florida. Why are you here with me? I wouldn't want to travel with me when I am being so crazy all the time but I love you for doing it grandson. Right after that she asked me how much she owed me for picking her up and then slipped back into complete dementia again. I will cherish that conversation for a long time. She passed away one month later. RN here. I took care of a lady once. She nearly died of sepsis, blood infection. She'd had multiple strokes and coded multiple times in the IQ. They'd given her levofed. Levofed or leave em dead is what we say because levofed shunts blood from your extremities to your vital organs, usually resulting in necrosis, death of peripheral tissues. This means when she came to me her fingers and toes were all black. She wasn't quite right, and I've seen lots of crazy, but she truly unnerved me. She never talked, only whispered in this bright bubbly voice. 
like a little girl's, but she said awful things, like can you push me outside so I can chew my fingers off and she would smile all time. She also had some really bad pressure ulcers, bed sores, from just basically being immobile for so long. We had to dress her wounds daily, she'd usually rip the dressings off pretty soon after we put them on. One night I went into her room and saw a piece of what I thought was dressing on the floor. Upon closer examination, it was a chunk of her own skin. A partially healed skin graft to be exact, still gives me shivers. Not a doctor, but I work in a personal care home. We used to have a resident who would constantly yell out hello, drove us a bit bonkers. After he passed away a lady moved into the room. One night I was working a double, evening to nights, she pulled her call bell. I went in and she asked me to make him stop. Make who stop what? The old man standing beside the bed. He won't stop yelling hello. How do you just not quit your job and move to Kuwait after that? Not a doc but I am an EMT. Honestly old demented women holding baby dolls. They pet em and crap. That baby is real to them. Freaks me the heck out. While on an infectious disease elective, I took care of a patient with a brain abscess. The abscess had knocked out the language centers of the patient's brain resulting in an aphasia. His words were completely scrambled 90% of the time. Ironically, the patient was a computer scientist software engineer responsible for coding groundbreaking voice recognition technology. The irony really creeped me out. I worked in an and the creepiest thing I can remember wasn't so much an event as a look. A 4 month old child was brought in because it had basically suffocated in its crib due to neglect. The mother was there, watching her baby die and maybe it was the drugs still coursing through her system. Maybe it was the shock, but watching as one of our priests tells her outside that trauma bay heaven has claimed your daughter, the glassy, thousand mic stare she gave as she asked if there were police going to her house and if she could go home. Something that utterly wrecked everyone an hour and she had this otherworldly, totally distant look because she was thinking about how she's going to get busted. Some days, your faith in humanity is tested. Not a doctor, but both of my parents were. So here's a couple of the weirder stories I remember. Mum was in a dock. One night a guy came in who had tried to commit suicide. He had used a shotgun, but had stuck it under his chin instead of in his mouth and had angled it wrong so that he just blew most of his face off instead. Apparently he only lived about a block from the hospital so he just walked over with no jaw or nose and only one eye. Basically just a couple of bloody, rasping holes instead of a face. He was in such a state of shock that he just calmly walked in and sat down in the waiting area. The other is much less gory, and mostly just weird. After retiring dad worked in geriatric care for a few of the nursing homes around town. One guy had this really weird affliction that I can't remember the name of, but it caused him to have really weird hallucinations. Like snakes coming out of his nose and mouth. The strange part was that he was completely lucid and actually really intelligent, and my dad would talk to him frequently, they would be discussing films or philosophy, and the guy would occasionally calmly say, hang on a second, and then proceed to pull a two foot invisible snake out of his nose, he'd lay it on the ground, and then it apparently would slither away, he could talk about them and describe them in complete detail, wish I could remember some others. There was one they told when I was a kid that had something to do with a radioactive alligator, but I don't remember the details. Also I kind of think that particular one might have been one of those stories. Nurse, not doctor, 
but I had a 91 year old woman who came in with a stroke. She was unresponsive and breathing at about 44 respirations per minute, hyperventilating. This went on for about 3 days. We were waiting for grandma to kick the bucket any minute. All of a sudden her bed alarm went off. We figured it was a visitor who had leaned on her bed too hard, because that can send it off. So I don't exactly bolt to her room. When I get in there, she is sitting up, legs swung over the side of the bed, yelling I need to pee I get her to the commode, and get her back to bed. She starts bawling, saying she wants to see her husband, who is long dead. She died two days later. Not a doctor, but a nursing student studying psychiatric and geriatric nursing. We spend 12 hours shifts at the hospital nursing home, twice a week and usually rotate patients. One of the things that constantly freaks me out is when a patient says something like, I'm dying. They usually do die within a couple days, if not hours after having said that. At one of the nursing homes we did clinical at, they take this as a very serious ominous sign. I've seen this in both critical care patients and patients who are expected to discharge that same week. It's not uncommon for them to say they see their parents, loved ones, etc and then pass away shortly after. Not saying every patient that said that has died, but I've seen enough that I take it seriously and it gives me the spooks. Not a doctor but care provider in a home for developmentally disabled adults. Some details changed for anonymity privacy. A long time client whose mentality interests were comparable to 4 6 year old would cover his head with the bedding when he went to bed. When staff playfully asked him what he was doing, he'd tell staff he was hiding from the ghosts. He never identified the ghosts and did this for years so staff always thought it was just the client being playful. At one point this client didn't want to do his normal routine like eat, drink, stay up to watch television, or use the restroom. While bathing, the client said he was seeing ghosts and pointed. Staff replied, what ghosts and the client said, my mom and dad, gonna take me home. Staff gently reminded the client that his parents had already passed away, that they couldn't possibly take him out that weekend. Within 72 hours of telling staff he saw the ghosts of his mom and dad, that client went to the air, was admitted to the hospital, and passed away. I was the one that had spent half the night in the air with that client. I had taken him to the air before and other routine medical appointments. This client was known for being rather combative during such visits but was unusually peaceful the entire time the last time he went to the air. When I went to the client's memorial, I told the client's family that I thought he knew it was his time based on how calm he was. I didn't disclose the part about seeing ghosts of his parents shortly before the air visit. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Bye for now.